Hey everybody, welcome to Renewing the Center. This is Chris and I'm so glad to be with you. We're going to be continuing our series here on the podcast, uh, Holding Questions That God Asks. Typically our rhythm here at Renewing the Center is to uh, read a offering from the daily lectionary in the Anglican Book of Common Prayer, and that'll be our rhythm going forward as well. But for now, uh, I've got this little curiosity that I'm exploring and really, really enjoying it. I hope you are as well. And so I'm going to read a short passage uh, from a very memorable portion of the Bible. We're going to read from Exodus, uh, fourth chapter, uh, one through five. Then Moses said, what if they will not believe me or listen to what I say? For they may say, the Lord has not appeared to you. And the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? And he said, a staff. And then he said, throw it on the ground. So he threw it on the ground and it became a serpent and Moses fled from it. But the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand and grasp it by its tail. So he stretched out his hand and caught it and it became a staff in his hand that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray and then let's try to hold what renewing work God wants to do through this question. Uh, What is that in your hand? Father, I pray that you would speak to us through the Bible today. Lord, I ask you to help us to find parts of our story in Moses' story. And Lord, we acknowledge that Um, Moses is unique. Uh, He's the giver of the law. Uh, Our lives are not directly analogous to him. And yet, Lord, I pray today that as we hold the question that you asked Moses, that in that question, we would find you bringing some questions to us. We pray that you'd speak to us, Lord, that you would work renewal in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. What is that in your hand? At the time God asked this question of Moses, he is afraid. If you're familiar in this time of year, uh, you're most likely listening to this episode during the Lenten season. During the Lenten season, Christians end up in the book of Exodus. It's just a wonderful story about bondage and about deliverance and about moving toward freedom. Well, Moses has been put in the very center of that story. He was a child of promise, a person of promise. He was born to a Hebrew uh, during Egyptian slavery. Uh, He was put in a basket, found by Pharaoh's daughter, raised in privilege and opulence, nursed though by his mother. I mean, Moses' story is beautiful and powerful and symbolic and all the great things. Well, now Moses is a man and he's aware of where he comes from. He's aware of his Jewish Hebrew heritage and He's angry at Egyptian bondage. And if you read the book of Exodus, just a couple of chapters before this one, at the very beginning, Moses sees an injustice happening and takes matters into his own hands. He sees an Egyptian abusing a Hebrew and he kills the Egyptian. Well, he's discovered and he flees and he runs away to a place called Midian and he's hiding out, feeling like. He thought he was supposed to do something to help his people, and yet he took matters into his own hands, and he failed. So Moses, as he says to the Lord, um, what if they don't listen to me? Uh, He's actually saying that from a very real place. He had tried to be a hero. He had tried to be a deliverer. 
in his own way. He had quite literally taken matters and an Egyptian into his own hands, and that had not gone well. It had not worked out. And so when we encounter Moses in Exodus 4, he's a guy who'd actually already hit up against his own limitations. His own ego and his flesh had gotten the way, and he'd made a mess of things. And so when Moses asked God, what if they don't listen to me? What if they don't hear what I say? What if they don't believe that I'm working with you, God? He's actually asking a, a, a real question, a legitimate question. He's like, what if I'm not enough? And just like you, Moses is saying that because there have been times in his life already where he has tried and failed. He's not been enough. And so he's not just being a baby. He's actually saying, this has not worked out before. Maybe it won't work out again. And maybe you can identify with that. I know I can. I tried. It didn't work. Why should I try again? That's basically what Moses is asking. And I believe that there is something here for each and every one of us. As we live our lives, we are tempted after putting ourselves out there and failing. We're tempted to retreat to safety or cynicism and just say, why should I do that again? I want you to try to find yourself in Moses, Lord. In this space, I want you to try to hear what he's saying to the Lord and recognize that maybe we're not so different. In response to that question, God says, God asks, what is that in your hand? And that's the question we're going to hold now. What, what, what is it? What is it that you're holding? It's almost as if God is saying, parenthetically, we know what you don't have. Now, what do you have? And you're almost certainly like Moses in this regard. Many of us, especially as we live our lives long enough to fail a few times, we are acutely aware of what is not in our hands, what gifts we don't have, what talents we don't possess, what opportunities we don't have access to. But we're not oftentimes aware of what we do have, or we minimize it to the extent that we kind of discount it completely or entirely. Soon we're going to hold another question that Jesus asked connected to the feeding of the 5,000. And effectively, that question was, well, you don't have enough food. How much food do you have? The Lord is asking a similar question to Moses. And Moses basically says to God, well, I, all I have is a tool of my trade. I, I have a staff, a shepherd's staff. And if you're familiar with the story, when Moses was exiled as a self-styled deliverer and had failed and went to Midian, he became a shepherd to his father-in-law. He basically was doing something he didn't really want to do, and he's now holding this staff. And basically what Moses is saying when he says, I've got this staff, is I don't have much. I certainly don't have enough to set the Israelites free. The task did not match his resources. And I would say that most of us, all of us, if we're really honest, as we live our lives, we oftentimes come to these critical junctures where we realize, I do not have the resources to face whatever task I'm facing. And for you, that task could be like some sort of a health crisis. It could be a difficult marriage. It could be a really dry place in your spiritual walk with God. It could be a really difficult job or a challenging relationship. And we look oftentimes at these things and we think, I don't have the resources or the sophistication or the patience or 
just insert whatever to meet this need, to face this challenge, to overcome this obstacle. Well, Moses is right there. He's terrified. He feels like, I don't have enough. And so what God does in that moment, rather than give Moses a pep talk, he basically says, I want you to put what you do have, your staff, into play. I want you to take a step of obedience. I want you to use it by throwing it down because I'm telling you to throw it down. And then the staff, this simple tool of Moses's exiled trade becomes more than a staff. It becomes a serpent. And Moses is terrified of, uh, terrified of it. He uh, runs from it. And then the Lord looks at him and says, the thing that you had that now I've made into something more than what you had, I want you to re-engage it. I want you to pick it up. And Moses does, and it becomes a staff again. And I believe in all of this, it was more than just being something connected to a serpent. What what God was doing, and I believe this is what he does for you and me from time to time, is he invites us to see how he alone can energize the things that we do actually hold in our hand. He shows him that he will use him, weaknesses and all, to do something meaningful, something significant. So I just want to ask you this question, what are you holding in your hand? How has God situated you in life? Remember, Moses' staff was actually a vocation he picked up as a result of failure. (laughs) It was plan B. How has he gifted you? What are you currently holding in your hand in this season in your life? What are you putting your hand to, to put it another way? I would submit to you that God wants to use that. He wants to take what you have and he wants to energize it. But like Moses, we typically wish we had something else in our hands. We wish that we had something more, something more significant, something more visible, something more powerful. We look at what we don't have too much of the time. And I believe that this question that God asked Moses is the same kind of question that he wants to ask you and me. He wants us to consider what we actually have in our possession right now. How are you wired? How are you gifted? In what situation do you find yourselves in? I believe God wants to work with what's there. So he puts the question to us, what is that in your hand? God bless you. I pray that you would hold this question and meditate upon it this week. God bless. Bye.